Hello, YouTube land, and welcome to the Get In and Get Out Nintendo Podcast, episode 81. I am your host, Dantes, and really pissed right now because I have to do some shit from work, but it's all good because it's my own damn fault. But I'm here to host today, and of course, joining me, two special people today, not only Caliones, Caliones and RX Gaming. How are you guys doing? Hey, how you doing, Dantes? How you doing, everybody? And yeah, RX, uh, tell us how excited you are to talk face-to-face with I'm Dantes ready for and tell you. him how wrong he is about the Nintendo Direct. So <laughs> so tell us, what, what, what have been yeah, the last couple of days? How has it been for you uh, since seeing the Direct, being able to reflect and all those things? So yeah, just tell us really quick, because Dantes is going to do the uh, the Rigamon roll so we can get on. But yes, uh, welcome, welcome, RX. Thank you for having me. And does he still think that the Nintendo Direct was mediocre, or did he change his mind before I he, start? He he I hasn't start. told us yet. He he hasn't told us uh, oh, okay. what he thinks. Yeah, like again after that, but he he was very disappointed about it. So we, we'll we'll see if he's come around. I I mean, what I think about the direct, I feel like it's honestly one of the best direct they ever had. Honestly. Okay, so we'll we'll get into it, but let me do that rigmarole first. Uh, one second. Text for a problem. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me start the show by saying I want to welcome everybody to the Get In and Get Out Nintendo podcast. Episode 81 right here at the Forcing Unison Gaming Channel. Please remember to subscribe, like, comment, and hit that bell so you can make these two or three crazy MFs happy. Also, remember... Uh, you can get this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes for free. Right us over there so you can show some love. Uh, also, description box below so you can see the full channel schedule. Go back to it because Caliones has uploaded a couple of videos like the Demon X Machina demo and, of course, the big news. And we're going to talk about, about, about the possible BR coming to the Nintendo Switch. Also, Facebook page at Forcing Unison Gaming. And finally, and Dante says finally, go to forcingunison.wordpress.com and give some clicks and love to my boy Caliones. With all that said, are you guys ready? I said, are you ready? <laughs> For the no one in attendance and then no one watching around the world, let's get ready for Reggie's Hot Topics. Of the week. My body, my body is ready. My body is ready. And of course, Caliones and RX Gaming. The first topic is Nintendo Direct. So, Caliones, can you read the roundout first before we get into it hardcore style? Okay, so basically, a quick summary of the Direct. Uh, we had the Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Maker uh, 2. It's not a port, it is a sequel to. Uh, we had it revealed finally after everything. Yeah, they, they they didn't pull any punches. They went right straight into it. After that, of course, yeah, they were talking about yeah you know, different games. Uh, there was uh, plenty of surprises. Uh, one of the surprises that you know from the direct, which is I believe the best battle royale game to release this year, not Apex Legends, but Tetris 99. It was it is exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you can get it if you are a Nintendo you know, a Switch Online subscriber. So that's going to be there. It's free uh, for those of you who have online. So that was, that's a great game. We had, of course, um, 
one of the big ones, and you can see it on our thumbnail, uh, which is Astro Chain. At first, I thought it was like a Monolith Soft type game. It kind of gave us, you know, that vibe. So I, I really thought it was the uh, the new Monolith Soft game, but it turned out to be uh, from Platinum Games. Uh, so that one is uh, exclusive to the Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, we had a big, you know, reveals or, or surprises from third-party games like Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice. Uh, that was one that nobody. Like, no, no insiders, no rumors, nothing about that game. It just came out of nowhere. And especially since the, uh, Microsoft has already purchased Ninja Theory, so you would think that they would kind of, like, you know, keep the games to themselves. But no, uh, they're making it uh, for the Nintendo Switch. And it looked it looked really good as well. Uh, we had a glimpse of, you know, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Uh, we had the uh, the Nintendo Direct of 4 was centered around uh, Fire Emblem uh, Three Houses. So we got to see a lot of that. Uh, Joshi's uh, Crafted World uh, received a demo. Uh, Demon uh, X Machina also uh, received another demo as well. Uh, we had more footage for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the Black Order, uh, and you know, going with the uh, the smaller uh, games, you know, Box Boy and Box Girl uh, was uh, in there as well. Of course, uh, they told us about the release day for Final Fantasy 7 and the shadow drop of Final Fantasy 9, which is right now number one on the Nintendo eShop, knocking out Wargroove, uh, which is second place right now. Uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker um, did receive a new uh, DLC update, and it's it actually a free update as well, so you can you know, play with, you know, uh, I guess, you know, Toadette, so you can have those two, you know, playing together, you know, co-op. So so that one, uh, that was added uh, to it as well. Uh, but, um and last but not least, of course, uh, was the reveal of the biggest bomb of the Direct, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Oof. Oof. remake for the Nintendo Switch. So uh, I was glad that it wasn't a 3DS game because there were no 3DS games shown at all. This was a Nintendo Switch specific Direct. I believe the first one since the Nintendo Switch presentation before... Uh, I mean, uh, I could be wrong, but I believe it's the first time that we haven't had a 3DS game featured on any Direct in a, in a long, long time. So, yeah, that was uh, really good. I'm glad that the Direct, well, the 3DS is dead. So, I mean, just, I'm saying, I know, you know, the, I'm going to catch a lot of hate, but I'm glad the 3DS is dead. So we can concentrate on getting all those great games on the Switch. So, so yes, that, that was the gist of uh, the Nintendo Direct. So our ex, Dantes. I know Dantes has a kind of like a I don't know was he looks not so happy on the background. So the RX, <laughs> give us your thought about the direct. Then we're gonna get Dantes's, and then we're gonna knock him out. You know, go back and knock him out for for what he thinks about it. Okay. 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 What I think about the Nintendo uh, Direct, they first hit it off with Mario Maker. Bam! A big banger right there. Don't you agree, um, uh, Dantes? Isn't that a big banger right there? Don't you agree, buddy? Yes. Oh, oh, okay then. Um, then, um, bangers after bangers. Notice how, right? Games like Hellblade and um, forgot the other third-party game. Uh, what was it? The the one with the Jason following you around and you try to run away from him. Death to die or something like that. Yeah, yes, yeah, that game. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, notice how people not overhype like. People are now expecting those type of games. Remember when Doom came out and um, people just lost their mind? Like, what? Doom is running on the Switch? What? We're getting Doom? Notice how, like, it's now expected. Like, oh, Hellblade? Pfft, okay, that's nice. Good to have. It's like, it, it, I, I, 
I feel like the switch is is um beginning to get that standard. Like, is is being treated like a truly a a good platform. So that's the, I think that's what that direct is showing us, you know. And it's becoming a, an RPG machine. Don't you like RPG Dante? Yes. <laughs> okay then. Well, there you go. <laughs> How could you hate on that direct? I I just don't get it. I don't understand. And I really want to know your your your, you know, what you have to say because I, I feel like the direct just killed it, the best direct I ever seen. Okay. Yeah. So 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 before you continue, I'm I'm gonna address something real quick. Uh, so aside from that, we we also had, uh, you know, the uh, Dragon Quest Builders two. Uh, it was shown. Uh, we had Dragon Quest eleven S Echoes of an Elusive Age. Uh, this was actually important because. Uh, it's the first time that the game is going to have um, like uh, orchestra for music. The PS4 version doesn't have it. That's... The PC version, I believe, did have an update, but uh, they, you know, they're going to have orchestrated music. Plus, it's going to have like the 2D sprite design from like the 3DS game. That's going to be on the Nintendo Switch again uh, as well. So it is the definitive edition, like they're calling it. Uh, of oh, we had the. Um, uh, the RPG Factory Oninaki game, which looks uh, really, really good by the standards that they said before with I Am Setsuna and Lost Fear. Uh, Oninaki is looking really good. I Am uh, We had... Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, let's not talk about Lost Fear. Uh, well, okay, okay. So, I Am Setsuna. So, um, we had the additional missions added to Starling Battle for Atlas. And this is going to be an interesting discussion because they also showed racing on the Starling Battle for Atlas game for Star Fox. Star oh. Fox Racing. Star Fox Racing. What does that sound like? Star Fox Racing. Oh it sounds like the rumors about a retro studio built, you know, game called Star Fox Grand Prix that everybody was talking about. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what does that tell you? So I'm, I'm going to ask that later. We had the, um, the 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 biggest bomb for Dante's. The Zoom Zooms Festival was the uh, <laughs> reveal. So we're going to have the Zoom Zoom. We had the uh, Rune Factory Four. Um, from the 3DS remasters for the Switch, and we had Room Factory 5, which since then they've said that uh, that one will be a 2020 title. Uh, we had ta we had uh, Delta Rune, uh, which is you know from the uh, Undertale universe, um, and yeah, from the uh, the one that didn't really look quite as good, uh, Assassin's Creed 3 uh, remastered. I was surprised that they used that footage because it looked like it was running in like you know like 15 frames per second or something. Mm -hmm. um, Unravel 2 uh, as well. And grid uh, autosport. Uh, so that's uh, everything that was there. So Dantes, you've already heard some of what I said. You heard RX. What are your thoughts? Uh, have you come around finally after all these days? Then light us, bro. Come on. Uh, okay. So let me start first by saying. So typically, when you watch iDirect first, right, and you do it at your house, you kind of looking for stuff that is more what you like, right? Just to add to that. Uh, typically when we review a direct, me and Kalinas come here and it's more objective after the fact. Now, I'm still not saying that this direct was the best or good. I'm saying it's not trash. So let me clarify. I said that it was the worst direct of all time when, when, when I left that direct, but I don't think so. I think it's a good direct. It's just not great for any stretch of the means because the difference is when you do watch a direct, you watch for stuff that you like. And I don't think this can compete to stuff like when they revealed Mario Odyssey, when they revealed Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for me, when they revealed, uh, you know, at that point, Demon X Machina, which was revealed during an E3 direct in the same direct 
we had Mario Odyssey first time footage where you saw gameplay and also we saw a full-blown Xenoblade Chronicles reveal, that to me calls me way more, you know, than this than this Direct. I'm just saying, my taste as a gamer. Even the Direct, the last Direct before this one, where they announced Luigi's Mansion, right? That was a big, and Caliones and I were watching, even though we were not streaming live, you can, you can Caliones, how did I react to what they announced Luigi's Mansion 3 oh, right you, at you the start of the Right, you were you were pretty happy. You were yeah, pretty I happy. was pretty hype. Correct. <laughs> so again, so it's stuff that I like. So in my expectation, this direct, what I, maybe I build a direct. I was expecting a little bit more, and what I mean with that is, I was expecting some final, finally footage from Luigi's Mansion, which I did not get. I expected after the Metroid Prime debacle that we would get the Metroid Prime trilogy collection on the Switch. That did not happen, right? Uh, I expected uh, an official. Full-blown release day for Demon X Machina, which it did not happen. It, it They gave you like a, I would say like a month, or not a month. They gave you like a quarter. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's still not officially officially released. Uh, I also expected, you know, I've been cooking for it. I've been waiting for it. Where the hell is Retro's new game? I don't know where the hell that is. Hopefully it is not Star Fox Grand Prix. Hopefully not. And also, I was expecting uh, at the same time Pikmin 4. Where the hell Pikmin 4? Chigero oh, yeah. said, how long ago that Pikmin was done? And we still have done like three years after he said that comment, and we still haven't seen Pikmin 4. There's even rumors that he got canceled, which I'm hopeful it is not correct. So maybe my expectations for the Direct were higher because I was expecting all these announcements that never happened. Now, let me clarify. The announcement that happened for me specifically are games that I already play. Hellblade, great announcement. So for Nintendo fans, and I understand why Nintendo fans are giving the Direct, if you only play Nintendo system, this is the best Direct of all time, to clarify. But if you're a multi-console gamer like myself, where I have PlayStation, I have PC, and I have Xbox, then this Direct was not so much for me because Hellblade, I played it twice on PlayStation and got two plats from it. Final Fantasy, you know, Final Fantasy IX, it's a big deal. I'm happy that the Switch owners are getting it. But I played this game many, many times, and you can ask Caliones many, many moons ago on the place, the original PlayStation. So, you know, it's not a huge announcement for me specifically. Uh, I know they announced Assassin's Creed. Great, but the game looked not running really well, honestly. Uh, let me see what else they announced. I'm going through here. Let me let me go through it uh, quickly. So, sorry, I apologize. So, Fire Emblem. Okay, fire, they took time on Fire Emblem. I'm not a huge Fire Emblem guy. But I'll say that I'm going to give it a try. This is going to be my first Fire Emblem game. So I'm going to buy this game. Uh, and, and, you know, it still looks good. Uh, let me Tetris 99. Hey, that was a good announcement. I'll give him that. Dragon Quest 11. The same. Dragon Quest 11 and Dragon Quest Builders 2. I haven't played them. And if I play Dragon Quest 11, I already told Kalianis, I'm going to play it on the PlayStation because of achievements. Uh, uh, let me see. Uh, Oninaki. This was a surprise. I'm good with this. I think it was a good surprise. The new missions for Starlink Battle Atlas. I don't care about that game at all. At all. So I know that Kalian really? is a huge fan, but I don't care. Zoom Zoom Festival. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Run Factory 4 and Dead by Daylight is the game that RX was saying. Dead by Daylight looks fun, but I'm not going to play it. Uh, and then Assassin's Creed 3, we talked about it. That looks crappy. Unravel 2, okay. Uh, so again, there was a lot of third-party announcements. Now let me go with the other big one, Astro Chain. Astro Chain at first looked like a Monolith Soft game, 
And when Platinum Games came through the door, I was like, okay, cool. But because it's a new IP, right? I I have to play it first. I have to see how the game is because I'm 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 good with Platinum. I like Platinum Games, but I'm not like a huge fan. If it would have been Monolith Soft, I would have been, oh my god, Monolith Soft, because I trust their pedigree as a developer. I like Platinum Games. I'm not saying that. You know, I platted Transformers Devastation, a tough plot to do on the PlayStation 4. Uh, so I like Platinum Games. I don't hate them. It's just that I have to wait and see on that game like Wonderful One on One. It was a fun game, but it was an okay game. So it's the same with this game. Uh, it's it's. Let me wait and see. So it was a new IP. I don't know how to feel about it until I play it. Does it look cool? And it has a lot of potential. Yes, yes. And from the director who did uh, the Square game. I forgot about it right now. It's just losing my brain right now. The uh, Square game. The Square RPG. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nier Automata. Nier Automata. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Nier Automata. The same director. So Nier Automata re what re well, well received. So there's potential for the game to be good. But I am a person, and Caleones knows this. I don't care about the console you own. I'm a PlayStation fan first. I admit it. But you know, Caleones, you can ask Caleones, I'm the first to shit on first-party exclusives that I don't like, like Dreams, because I am not going to be just fanboying for any type of game, any new announcement, even if it comes from the company that I like. And the same with Astro Chain. Does it look good? Yeah, but I'll have to wait and see until I play it to give to get really get excited. And maybe it's gonna be a new great IP. Now let's let's end and then I'll let RX talk. Let's uh, uh, let let's end with Zelda. So Zelda. So you know the artwork at first when it came out, I did not like it at all. Right? I have mm -hmm. I have viewed that trailer over 40 times, <laughs> and the, and the reason I review that trailer that many times is because I'm you can ask Alianas. I am a huge, huge Zelda fan. I have. The full timeline for the the Legend of Zelda, what explains every single detail of all the timeline. Great read, awesome read. I'm just saying, this this is one of the things that I love. I love Zelda, and I have many books like that for Zelda, Breath of the, uh, Zelda in general, right? Uh, anyway, like I was saying, so when I saw it, the artwork did not. But I, you know, RX, I said it. The same, I, I said the story about Wind Waker and what happened with Wind Waker and Wind Waker yeah. won a lot of people over many moons ago. I It won me over in my second playthrough almost six to seven years later, but it won me over. So it's fine. Yeah. I like Wind Waker. <laughs> so the artwork is not the reason that I'm concerned about this game. I explained on the stream was it felt slow. The game felt slow and a lot of people did not catch that. A lot of people were hype. Oh my God, this is my favorite Zelda game. That's fine. I, I love Link's Awakening, but it felt slow. I seen it. It felt slow. But then I said to myself, you know what? I'm still going to buy it. I'm going to give my own judgment when I play it, and hopefully it doesn't feel slow. That's what I'm hoping. When you play it, maybe it looks slow. Give me an example of this. A lot of people say they don't like Xenoblade Chronicles because the battle system is slow. Some, if you're only watching it, yes, it feels slow. When you play it, you can see how in-depth that battle system mm -hmm. is, right? So the yeah. same with Zelda and Link's Awakening. Maybe when I play it, it's not going to feel as slow. So that is still my concern. So anyway, to conclude, so I can give RX Gaming time to talk and Kalyanas too. It, I, like, I think that the Rex was fine. I, after I had time to simmer down, it's just there's a lot of unknowns for me if I'm going to like those games like Astro Change, like Oninuku or Oninuka or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> uh, let me find the name here. Uh, Oni Kuku 
Oni Oninaki. 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 There you go. Oninaki. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested in Fire Emblem, but again, I'm not a fan of Fire Emblem. This is going to be my first Fire Emblem, so I want to okay. wait and see. So anyway, that's where I put the direct for me specifically, not my favorite of all time, but objectively, when you think about what they announced and for Nintendo fans who haven't played a lot of these games, mm -hmm. then it's yep. a good direct for them. So. Yeah. Go ahead, guys. You guys can talk. I'm sorry I took the call. <laughs> Just playing no, myself. Fine. Just playing myself. Go ahead. No, no. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right about that. When it comes to like a person like me, I have all the consoles. I have an Xbox One. I have a PS4. I have a gaming PC. And I also have a Switch. Okay? Primary console I use is a Switch. Mm -hmm. When it comes to a Switch fan, a person that just have a Switch, this was a perfect direct for you. Mm -hmm. When it comes to a guy, when it comes for a, a consumer that has all the consoles and he buy games for each console, I think Dante is right. I think when it comes to that, this direct had nothing for you because you might play those games in other consoles. Me, I play my games on the Switch only. You know, even though I have all these consoles, I stop using my PS4. I stop using. I just play my Switch. So on that, I give you that. Good okay. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anything to add? Okay, so I think one of the things we're missing out about this is the importance of this direct compared to what everybody already thought was going to happen. So everybody thought that we were going to see Animal Crossing. Everybody thought that we were going to see more of, you know, Luigi's Mansion 3, uh, that we were probably going to get maybe a glimpse of, you know, the Pokemon uh, New Generation 8 game, which, um, I mean, everybody knew there's, there's, there's going to be a direct specific for that uh, from the Pokemon company. Uh, that we were, we might get a glimpse of, you know, Bayonetta 3, uh, that, like you said, you know, Metro Prime Trilogy, that that's another one that, you know, could have popped up uh, and happened. Uh, like, yes, okay, we have, uh, we think about those things, but those are games that, for the most part, uh, they've already been announced. We know that they're coming. What this Direct did was not really show those games, but showed more games that we had no idea that they existed. We had yeah. no idea about Tetris 99. We had no idea about Oninaki, no idea about Astro Shane. Uh, we had you know, like no idea about Super Mario Maker 2. So what this does is making what seemed to be a great 2019 uh, year for Nintendo. And we've been talking about that. I, I've, I've said it before that I believe 2019 it's going to be much better than 2018, and it's going to be a more complete year than 2017. And what and this and this was before they made this announcement. We know that Nintendo was going to have some surprises under their sleeves and and all of that, but I believe that those surprises were going to be coming closer to E3. I had no idea that they were going to save these announcements. I mean, like you know, show these announcements this early on it's, it's february and we already get games that normally other companies would keep until e3 so they can be announced so uh you know astro chain is going to be out in six months and we just heard about it a couple of days ago so you know that's that's uh, great i loved it uh you know all those you know demos you know shadow drop and everything else uh, that was really cool as well so that's why i was very very excited about it of course, you know, the big one being Link's Awakening. That, that was another one that we had no idea about it. And and the thing about Link's Awakening and the importance of it, yes, uh, we're going to be a little bit worried about how the game works. And that's and that's fine because 
whenever they remake a game, you know that they're probably going to make some changes, what they call you know, the QOL or quality of life uh, changes to the game. So we'll see uh, what they do with this. There's a possibility that they're going to gear it more towards uh, the younger crowd, but at the same time, they may not. They, it may just be a, a remake that makes you know, the battles even you know, more dynamic or, or even better than they used to be. So, uh, But the biggest important about this is that Nintendo is embracing doing remakes like this and that it makes it now possible to to do you know to get remakes of you know oracle of ages oracles of season of you know like link between worlds and in any and uh you know link to the past and uh zelda 2 the original zelda uh now it makes it possible to get remakes from all those games so imagine now having i mean a floodgates of possible games open yes I know this is in the same uh, sense that we were expecting um, a Metro Prime trilogy because Metro Prime 4 got pushed back. But I know that Nintendo has been listening to the feedback from people and how they've been asking for the trilogy. So if it wasn't in the works, it is now in the works because they know the demand for it. But with Link's Awakening, it makes it possible to get all those uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, uh, the original the Nintendo, Super NES, and, and all those Zelda games uh, being remaked as well. So, uh, like I said, I was really happy that we got so many new announcements of games that we had no idea because it makes an already pretty darn good uh, library for Nintendo in 2019 that much better. Yeah. Okay. Anything to add, Arik? Um, I have a question. Like, I've seen... You say you didn't like the artwork when it comes to Lincoln um, Awakening, right? Yeah. I was seeing this streamer play this game, um, Lincoln, like the old one, all right? And I don't see what's the different. I, I see that we're trying to go for that same art style. Like, when it comes to, like, the way it looks, it looks, you know, pretty kiddie-ish. You know what I mean? So, so it, it looks like that, that's what they really wanted to do, but they couldn't because, uh, you know, the well, Game Boy. Yeah, so have you played Link Between Worlds? No, I haven't. So Link Between Worlds, to clarify, uh, that's mm -hmm. the same link. So if you if, let me account. So there's multiple links in the timeline. The mm -hmm. link that has appeared the most on the timeline has been the original Link, who came out in Link, the original Link, Link 2, uh, Link... Uh, uh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Now I got confused with my timeline. Sorry, it, this is a convoluted timeline, so I go back. Okay. Is it? Okay, now I'm confused. I don't remember. But anyway, <laughs> let, me, let me go back. Okay. So the original Link, Link, Link 2, then it's Link's, Link's uh, uh, Awakening. And, uh, that's where I'm getting confused. I don't know. I don't remember if this is the Link. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Okay, now I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, so there's, there's the original Link. So there's Link and Link 2. That's one Link specifically, okay? Okay. Then there's the Link from Link, uh, Link, uh, Link, uh, Link's pass. <laughs> I'm struggling today. Uh, link, it's link, link between worlds and the and the original one. Uh, that link on the Super NES game. I forgot the title right now. It's escaping me. I'm struggling today. But anyway, the Link Super NES game and then Link's between world, and then Link's Awakening and then Link's Oracle of of Ages and Re Link's Oracle of Seasons. So there's multiple. That's that's the link. It's the same link throughout all those games, okay? Okay. Uh, yeah, now, it. Link Between Worlds, if you're playing Link Between Worlds, that game is a direct sequel from the Link of the Super NES. A Link to the Past. There you go. God damn. Uh, so, 
So if you see that art style or that graphical uh, uh, cue, it is, I liked it better than this one because this one has more of a chibi look. And even though Link mm. Between Worlds is, uh, again, it's still a smaller Link. It still has some characteristics and it is still a fun, you know, looking colorful game. Yeah. It's just like that graphical uh, way of displaying the game or the presentation better than this because this looks like a really it looks like imagine if you're playing like a dollhouses and you put the dollhouses <laughs> and you're watching in 3d you know you have the grass it looks nice i'm saying it looks realistic it looks yeah. nice but it looks like you would be playing right here on the table and you're putting their figures right in front of you <laughs> to play with it right that chibi type of look okay i'm not a huge fan of it but at the same time i'm not gonna kill it either so again that's not my concern and i said it on on the on the direct, my concern was it felt slow. Even if you play Link Between Worlds, which is the last 2D Zelda game that came out on the 3DS, that game felt it's fast. It is a fast game when you play it. So I don't know if they slow it down because to Caliona's point, they're trying to make it a little bit more uh, accessible for people, for children. Uh, that's fine. I, I don't know issues with that at all. Yeah. I'm just concerned that, that, that it's going to feel slow. And if you play, again, the original Link's Awakening, this is the Awake, the yeah. Game Boy one. That was a fast game, too. But there's going to be stuff that is better. Like, in the original game, you can only hold the shield in one of the buttons. So you can, when you change weapons or items, you couldn't wear the shield anymore. So now you're going to have the shield all the time. Uh, so there's going to be improvements on the game, just in how you handle items. And I know the game is going to be better than the original one. Take nostalgia Googles, uh, you know, nostalgia glasses out of it. It's going to be a more streamlined, better one. And I'm playing Resident Evil 2 Remake. And okay. and right now I, I did Claire's Hardcore Run. So I'm, I'm still hot Leon to do. So I'm, I'm close to the plot. Uh, so the, the original Resident Evil game had things that in today's game would not fly. The tank controls would not fly today. So this game remake, how you, you know, the, the, the menu, how you handle items, how you combine the items is way faster than the original Resident Evil. Now, yeah. I'm going to say this, in the original Resident Evil, they fleshed out the story better than in the remake. Like scenario A and B, when you connected both scenarios, you had a complete story. When this game, they reused a lot of assets where in the original game, it was different scenarios. So I don't, mm. Resident Evil fans will understand me what I'm saying. My point to that is that even though this game is probably going to have better, you know, how you play the game, it's going to be up to date, it's going to handle weapons better, there's going to be things that always the original will do better, like how fast it is, how difficult it is, and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. You know what's, you know what's my only concern about this game is? What? Is it going to be 60? <laughs> Oh, 60 frames? Should be. No, 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 $60. Oh. That's my biggest concern for this game. I'll pay the 60. <laughs> That's my I'll pay the 60. I mean, I don't, I, it I don't doesn't mind. look like, yeah. This game, I mean, if you tell me games that not, do not, don't deserve to be 60, it's that Mario Ass Deluxe game. That doesn't deserve to be $60, right? I love nah. the new Super Mario Brothers Wii U. I love that game. I did everything in that game, plus I did Luigi U too. Full that, stages, all completed. And that is way harder than the, the original game. I love the yeah. game. I just I said that that game does not deserve to be sixty dollars. It not makes sense for Nintendo to charge that high for that game. That it was anti-consumer by Nintendo. Yep. Now, now the this Legend of Zelda because it's a full remake from the original. It's something new, something fresh. I'm okay. I'm okay to pay the charge the sixty. I, you know, I I if it's well made, like Resident Evil Two remake. If it's well made, I pay the sixty dollars a game. 
I got no problem with that. Even if they took stuff out from the original that is not there anymore, uh, it was it, still a fun, it's still a fun experience. Like, I'm still going through it right now. So, was it sixty? Um, because it's a Game Boy game, right? Yeah, the original Game Boy game was probably I don't know at that, at that time I don't remember when I bought it maybe forty dollars okay. I don't remember it was a All long right. time ago dude <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I bought it on the on the DX game and, and uh, on the excuse me on the Game Boy and I also had it on the 3DS as an emulator okay. I mean not emulator but I bought it through the through the shop right so, okay so yeah. so I have a question for you, both of you okay so now we've seen uh, you know Link's Awakening uh, we've seen the art style. And one of the the, uh, the the questions that I had in my mind is, okay, so the first game that we got, you know, that was shown was Super Mario Maker 2, last one, Link's Awakening. Uh, but that art style, that new art style for Zelda, it gives me the vibes of like a, like a Zelda maker. Like you could take those assets and build your own Zelda game. So uh, one question is, do you think that Nintendo is gearing those games uh, towards the possibility of making a Zelda maker by creating, you know, like those, you know, uh, type of, you know, graphics and assets uh, that could be eventually used. And the other one is about, you know, uh, Link's Awakening. Um, is it going to be the Pokemon Let's Go of Zelda games? So, uh, and doing those remakes, do you think that's going to happen? So th those are the other two questions that I have. I'll let RX go ahead first. I... You guys might hate me for this, but I'm in a camp for not to make it as a Mar as a Mario Maker. I don't want Zelda to become a Mario Maker thing. I'm gonna be hated, but I just don't want that. That's it. And and, and if it, if they're going to, for that route, it's good. I mean, yeah, whatever, man. But like, I really, I'll buy it. But it's it's I don't mm -mm, I don't want them to do a Zelda Maker, man. I don't know. I'm just scared for for the for the franchise. To be honest, because uh, when it comes to when Mario U, I don't know if you guys know this, but Mario U came out, right? People were bored. People were saying, oh, this is just like every Super Mario game. We want Mario Maker. We want Mario Maker. I don't even want a brand new one. I want Mario Maker. I like playing hard levels with people that people make. So if they make a Zelda Maker, I don't want um, people to say, oh, here we go again, another uh, Zelda game. Just give me Zelda Maker. Give me Zelda Maker, you know? Like, I don't want that to happen. Um, so I'll say this. Uh, I agree with Eric Jamie. I don't want a Zelda Maker at all either. Yeah. Uh, the reason I don't want it is because to me, Zelda is, you know, I know a lot of people don't care about the story, but I care about continuity. <laughs> I care about when Nintendo brings a Zelda game is something special, something magical. Uh, I'm not a big that's why Mario Maker 2, even though it was announced, and I admit it, it's a big title. I was like, yeah, cool. Woo. But I, I'm, I'm not a big uh, gamer that likes to create levels and do that stuff. As Caliones, I hate Little Big Planet on the PlayStation 3. I, thought oh, I don't the like that game either. I, I thought the controls sucked. The floaty <laughs> controls were awful. Uh, and then I also, a lot of people created some really great levels to play, but I didn't care about that that's why i do not care about dreams because i am not a gamer who likes i'm a lazy ass mother effer i want to get home i want a developer build me a game and i'm just gonna play it i'm not gonna waste time doing this shit and building <laughs> games so mario maker the original i did not build maybe two stages and i was like, okay cool and then i played a couple of other people's stages but i was like okay cool i prefer playing nintendo's games 
That's what I'm saying when they develop their Mario games. So that's why, to me, I don't care about about Zelda, you know, being like you know a, a maker itself. So. Okay. When it comes to Mario Maker, though, let me clarify that so the people don't hate me even more. I love Mario Maker. And I love Mario Maker too. Okay? Hey, you get people used to it when people hate you. Trust me. It's, it's all <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to clarify that. Because I, when it comes to platforming games, I want a maker for every game. But when it comes to like a story game or like, you know, like a Zelda type of game, no, I don't want a maker for that. Mm-mm. Okay. I, I, I'm fine with Mario Maker too, to clarify. I agree with Rx Gaming. <laughs> Mario Maker, it's a yeah, good Mario game. Maker. But not for me. I prefer playing Nintendo's develop levels specifically i will i buy mario maker 2 yes i will buy mario maker 2 because i think it's gonna be fun to play for around for other people's stages but it's gonna be one of those i'm gonna call distractions i'm not gonna take the game seriously like i've done with some other nintendo games you know that i take seriously you know so anyway anything to add Calionis, before we move to the next news because i wanted to close i want to have final thoughts with (laughs) with the direct and i want to i want to rate it what would you give the direct out of 10 and then why you see what i'm saying so caliones you okay, start okay. first from one to ten well uh be- before that let me do a-, a quick rundown on here so i want to say hi to mind pro to uh chico to a rod i want to say hi to jp i want to say hi to um mario kart i want to say hi to you know toys uh was on here as well i save lives jay um, yeah, to all those guys. Um, actually, the, uh, we did have um, a quick question over here. So before we answer about our thoughts about the direct, uh, MindPro uh, wanted us to ask you. Um, so RX about Animal Crossing. Someone has been saying that Isabel is your wife. Do you know who? Or how, somebody has been saying that Isabel is their wife. So who has been saying that Isabel is their wife? I'm, 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 I'm picking my book on this one. <laughs> Isabel's my wife, okay? That's it. That's that's all you guys have to know. <laughs> they know. Okay, so so that settles it. About, he, yeah. He's yeah. he's going full furry. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you guys do not understand my relationship. That's not a furry relationship. You just you guys are not understanding. That's what it is. So so it's purer than that. It's <laughs> is more it's more complex. That's why you guys you guys call it a furry, but it's not. All right, that, that's that's all I gotta say. His clothes. Okay. Okay. okay fair enough. Well, <laughs> yes. Then uh, RX, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Give us your your final grade on the on the direct. Right. One uh, to ten. One to ten. One to ten. Easy. I give it a eight out of ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, reasons why you give it eight out of ten. Um. Because you said it's the best direct of all time. I thought you were gonna give it a no, nine. No. 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 No, no. You know what? Yeah, a nine, Dante. You happy there? A nine. When it comes to... The, the Direct was a Nintendo Direct. It's made for the Nintendo people, right? If you only have like a for Nintendo your people. Switch, Nintendo Switch right here, if that's your only console you have, that means that that Direct was the best Direct you ever seen. Case closed. Okay. A nine. There you go. Hype. There you go. Hype, hype, hype. 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 <laughs> uh, Caliones, what's your rate? Okay, I'm going to give it a 9 as well. Uh, the only reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because 
Uh, I mean, uh, I'm probably going to give every single Direct from now on until Retro shows their game a 9 out of 10. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be this... I mean, I'm... <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's been a long time. It's been four years or more since we've heard, you know, what Retro's been working on. I know that they've been... Uh, I mean, people were saying, oh, they closed down. They're not there anymore. You know, whatever. But yeah. I'm protesting Nintendo Directs. So I'm going to always take a point away from them. This one should have been a 10. No Retro. Giving it a 9 out of 10. But that's because, like I said... A great 2019 uh, library. They just made it even better with so many announcements, so many games that we had no idea that they were working on finally coming to light. Most of those titles are going to be out in the summer or you know, some in the fall, but mostly in the summer. So it was it was a really, really great direct. I enjoyed it a lot. And uh, I don't even know how to say it. She's Dude Pickles. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the chat. But yes, uh, just 9 out of 10. quickly, Bineprof's asking if RX... Are you hyped for the cat suits in Mario Maker? Yo, I don't. Mm, I'm not gonna say nothing. Can we? Can we move on, please? Hey, uh, I also want to say that you know we went to Walmart today and they had like this big fairy outfits for ninety nine dollars. Oh. Uh, so they had the uh, like the bunny style, the bear and stuff like that. So if you want to do wow. your shopping, you can do it there, RX. <laughs> no. That's oh, how wow. it is now here in the in this show. Uh, also, uh, uh, cheese dude pickles. Said he would give the show a 10 if they didn't show that Assassin's Creed. I think everybody agrees that that looked really bad. Uh, but so. he, wait, when, when is that game coming out? When is that game coming out? I don't remember. Do we know? Because it could, it could also be like a, a you know, a whatever, a put together build or whatever until like the final release. We can't judge stuff. Until well, like they would have been better off just showing a JPEG, honestly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're right. Okay, so let me give my score. I know everybody's interesting what, what score I'm going to give this direct i'm gonna okay. give it oh what wait can i tell me to wait um the, the assassin's creed game is gonna come out on may 25th may 21st hey. so that's gonna be in three months yeah. three months yeah, yeah you know you, they, can, they can fix that a little bit I, it's, it's just frame rates who knows <laughs> who knows but anyway, if, if it is happy, I, I, i'm not buying i don't think stuff. so because i think uh we're probably like a month or so away from having those games be no like you know like printed like published and okay. shipped over to the store so they they're cutting it close really okay. close no there's, there's, there's no hope i'm not getting the game i'm okay. i'm gonna wait for the game i'm gonna wait for the game okay so See? let me give my score to finish i'm kind of struggling right now as i say it but i'm gonna end up i'm gonna give it a seven Hey, I was expecting lower from you. Okay, okay. I was thinking 6.5, but here's a reason why I'm giving it a 7. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was about to give it a 6.5, but I gave it a 7 for a couple of reasons. One, okay. I am hoping, like I said, that when I play Link Awakening, that the game feels good when you play it. So I'm going to wait judgment on that, but it's still a Link's for a new generation, and hopefully a lot of people will give this to the Zelda a shot so at least they can come back and play games like Link Between Worlds, who is an awesome Link Zelda game, right? Up there between links, uh, Link to the Past. So again, th that's those are that's why how highly I put Link Between Worlds in there. Um, uh, so that um, I am hoping that uh, uh, forgot the name Nina Ananuki Nunikuki uh, Ananaki. <laughs> Oninaku. 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 It's good. Oni, Oni, Oninaki. I'm sorry. Oninaki. Oninaki. Even you, you said it wrong. 
even though you're the Nintendo expert, Kalyanen. Uh, Oninaki. Oninaki is good. And Astro Chain is good. I'm hoping okay. that Astro Chain is good. And then when I when I play Fire Emblem, that I really get into the series and I play it. Because of those games, I am decided to give it a seven because then maybe those games, like Astro Chain, can become now a favorite IP. I never expected to be a fan of Xenoblade like I was when I first played the original Xenoblade Chronicles. I never expected to like Smash Bros. This, as much as I liked it because this is my Smash for me, how fast, fluid the gameplay feels compared to the other Smash. And I put, uh, well, how many, 140 hours into that game by now? Yeah. So yeah, so I, I have enjoyed Smash a lot. So maybe Astro Chain will become a new IP that I like right there with again with the birth of the wilds with the marios and you know and the metroids and all that stuff so uh so i'm hoping and i'm also hoping now this is me hope since this direct was not oh my god that the e3 direct is gonna be really fire it's gonna destroy it because i do expect on that direct nintendo footage for luigi's mansion right i do expect nintendo metroid prime trilogy announced and I do expect Nintendo some kind of Pikmin in the E3 this year. That's it how you do it to win E3. It's simple. Sony's not there. Hey. Mike, it's only Microsoft, so it's easy. And and the best thing about Astro Chain is that even though we thought it was a Monolith Soft game, it is not. So that means that Monolith Soft is still working on something. We know Take that they're working time. on something. Take your time. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Next year. But, hey. Next year. This yeah. year, I'm but, good, but, fam. But, this year, I'm good. I like... I like the Luigi's Mansion. I'm already hyped for that shit. I'm good. I'm good. So. Okay, but I'm going to do a quick rundown on here. Okay, so A-Rod, Rod X, I mean, Row XX, gave it a 7.5. Uh, Chico Maldonado gave it a 7 out of 10. Uh, JP gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, we have um, uh, She's Dude Pickles. Uh, he changed his mind, and he gave it an 8 out of 10. So it seems like, you know, overall, it's, it's been, you know, pretty positive when it comes to the direct. Uh, you know, handling about the uh, the 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10 for the most part. I guess, yeah, me and RX, we're the only ones at 9 out of 10, but uh, we're, 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 we're used to it. We're used to it. Well, you guys are Nintendo fanboys. Anyway. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, I was I was a big Sony head, bro. But I, bro, my last... What happened Nintendo to you? System, <laughs> my <joking>. last... <laughs> he, he grew down. Like, he's he supposed down, to. He grew yeah. down. No. No, no, my last Nintendo system was the GameCube. I skipped the Wii and I skipped the Wii U because I was like, ew, I'm not getting those systems. The Switch came and I was like, ho, oh, oh, ho, hold up. Let me let me try it out. And then I, I just got hooked. That's okay. Okay, so yeah, so Mind Pro, uh, 7.5 out of 10. Mike M giving it an 8 out of 10. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're up there. Like if you, if we do a Metacritic score of all our you know, scores together, it probably would be like a 78 out of a hundred or something like that. So it's, it's, it'll be on the green. So it'll be a positive, uh, direct. Thank oh, you guys. Wow. Thank you. That, but with that, we'll have to move to the next, the next little, 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 we have to move to the next big piece of news, which is rumors of BR Calionis. What the hell is going on in the Nintendo camp? Can you explain that to me? Okay, so this rumor comes from uh, Game Informer, or yeah, you know, more specifically, I guess yeah, the the um, um, yeah, just to quote his name, and Imran Khan, which is a senior editor of Game Informer, he stated, quote unquote, 
And let me hint at something. Well, actually, uh, let me let me let me let me go back here. Let me go back here. Uh, go back because I'm going to a different one. Uh, but okay, he stated that, or Dave, you know, being stated that there's a, a possibility, and this is not uh, Imran Khan. I'm sorry. I gotta give credit where credit is due. This is coming straight from uh, Emily Rogers. Uh, Emily Rogers stated that uh, Nintendo, uh, from what she hears, is working on a VR uh, labo. So it's gonna be a VR labo experience. So it's not gonna be like the robot where you put like the uh, this the I guess yeah, the glasses on, and even though it's you don't see anything, so it doesn't really make it any special. But it is working on VR. Uh, we know from patents that came out when the uh, Nintendo Switch was called the NX, that they were considering the uh, the VR by uh, getting the headgear, sliding the, the Switch into it, and using it as a VR headset, but we haven't really seen anything since then. Now, uh, not only is she saying that uh, there's gonna be a VR-ready uh, Labo unit that's gonna be coming out, but that is probably gonna be coming out this year. Uh, so it's not gonna be 2020, 2021 for this year. So. 2019 might be the year that Nintendo will be jumping into the VR scene. I gotta admit, uh, we have a PSVR here at our house. Uh, we have it with the PS4 Pro, so it does help that you know it, it is the uh, the more powerful system to be able to play it on. But I mean, we absolutely love it. It is a great experience. Yes, it's not like the uh, the high end Oculus and the uh, and the Vive when you have a supercomputer attached to them, but it's still a really really good experience. Uh, Dantes. I know that you probably got a couple of platinums uh, uh, a couple of days ago, you know, playing it out. So um not sure if you already so played Astrobot yeah. or not. Um, did you play Astrobot already? Moss. Go play Moss. It's really a good Moss, damn game. Okay, but but yes, I really enjoy it. So I'm very, very, very excited about the possibility of the Nintendo uh, jumping on VR. So uh, Dantes, RX, uh, give your thoughts about uh, this news. Do you think is uh, is real? Do you think it's just going to be rumors that are not going to be, uh, be able to, you know, you know, play out? What are your thoughts about this? How real is it? And how excited or not excited are you about it? I'll let RX go first. Go ahead, RX. I'm kind of... How can they do that? You know, isn't the Switch 720p screen... Can it really do VR with that, with that type of resolution? Because I... Well, then, it's then, all about frames. I mean, you yeah, can reduce yeah. it to like 320p and get the 120 frames that you need for VR, but I don't know. Uh, well, it'll, it'll be kind of like a 360 split. So, yeah, 720 screen, yeah. Uh, you know, split into half. Uh, I'll, I'll put it this way. It would it would have better resolution than the Virtual Boy, uh, which came out around like 1995 or so. Uh, so, and then that's something I'm going to mention as well, but yes. It is. It is possible, and you know, and you know about you know, Nintendo's aesthetics, how they design game, how they do uh, the uh, you know the character designs and things like that. Even yeah. let, let's say Mario, Mario 64. Even though a Mario 64 by today's standards, it is a pixelated game. I mean, you see the uh, the pixels, even though they're boxed. Uh, but that's a uh, that's a game that would be possible seeing like a Mario 64 esque 3D world with a Nintendo Switch. So just just to give you an idea, of, you know the possibilities uh, for. Okay, then, then I think, I mean, if it's possible, because I, I, th I really thought it was impossible with that resolution. But when it comes to, like, you know, when it comes to the, the Joy-Cons, right? Let's say, let's say, like, what are, these con what are those controller called for the, for the PS4? Those two uh, stick with a little foam on top? 
Uh, well, yeah, you're talking about the yeah the move uh, controllers. The, the place. The move controllers. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the Joy-Cons are more precise than them, and I feel like when it comes to like the controls for VR, it got that packed down. All right, but when it comes to like the resolution and using level. I, it's just hard to believe that they could do something like that. But so Nintendo always surprised me. So I, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking it. That's not true. But it's just, it's hard to believe that they would do that with Labo, you know? Yeah, I'll, I'll put it this way. Like, when if you compare the PS Move controller to the Joy-Cons, mm -hmm. uh, the Joy-Cons uh, have better technology in them. Yeah. Uh, you can do more things because, yeah, you have the, uh, the joystick, you have the additional buttons, shoulder buttons, and everything else. The only thing is that the Joy-Cons don't have the light and the light is important if you have a camera so you can track it. Yes, it does have the, the gyro controls, so it'll recognize like movement, but where exactly uh, it is positioned is probably going to be limited. Uh, Dantes, you could probably tell me uh, you know, like if I'm incorrect on that one, but you know, when it comes to the placement of the Joy-Con, it's going to be hard to track because there's no light or anything there unless you're using the Joy-Con that has the, uh, the sensor on the bottom, uh, which I believe is the other uh, right one. But... Uh, but the move does have the light, so it is easier to track. Yeah, same with the headset; it does have the light, so you can track it. Uh, but uh, what was I don't know? Like Dantes, uh, what are your thoughts about it? So here's my concern. Mostly, it's that it's gonna be a simple experience. Not, I don't think it's like Virtual Boy, but I think it's not gonna be as robust. And what I mean with that is the way they're talking about it, using Labo to, on some kind. I, concerns me because I did not like Labo at all. I'm, I'm on record for saying that when that came out, uh, I don't. I'm not gonna play cardboard. Uh, and I second, got it. yeah. And second, uh, I, I I I don't know how they would do it because of the specs of the of the of the of the system, right? Uh, yeah. And if they do it, it's gonna be like a weak ass experience. And this is coming from someone who has a, a, a PlayStation VR. I like the experience. I'm not like a huge into it. I still think that there's limitations to it. There's games like the Robinson the Journey who made me puke consistently. Uh, and then there's games really well made like Moss. I still haven't played Astrobot, but I'm hoping to it to play it soon. Uh, that there are great experiences on VR, and you can see where the tech goes, but it's not there. Cadena stated movement is small. You need the move controllers to be tracked by the camera. Uh, too many wires. I hate the wires. That's why sometimes I don't even play it. It's just too much wires. Mm -hmm. It just looks messy. So I'm hoping the next generation reduces the wires. You know, processor is included maybe in the in the PlayStation inside of it, so you don't have to have an outside supplement processor. But again, they can take that route too, Nintendo, because how Sony does it, they have an outside processor uh, helping the PlayStation to be able to achieve the VR. So, again, it's not PlayStation alone with their own specs that they do it. They do have an outside processor. They can do something like that. But, again, I I, I hear the word level, and I just cringe. Like, really? Level? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Rx. Go on. But I was just thinking about um, with the there's, – there is some levels, like the robot kit and the one that you – with the steering wheel that you could use level for. For like Mario Kart, cause um that that type of label is included in Mario Kart, and you can right now you can play you know with the wheels and play Mario Kart. So imagine if you could have just a, the VR person, you could really feel like you're in the game. Yeah. So, no, well, yeah. I understand. Yeah. I, I just yeah. it's just for me, 
I just didn't like did not like Lavo and you know how I hear Lavo in VR. It's just you know again I'm I'm off. This is my yeah. perspective having PlayStation VR, which is again it's not high end like I said, but it's a well made piece of hardware. You have to give credit to Sony. They do make nice piece of hardware. That's the strong suit. There's the VR. Calenas is showing it. That's their strong suit. That's the strength of Sony's. Uh, 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 you know, it, it's it's they're they're designing hardware now. We'll see. I I I'm I'm a wait and see guy. Let's see how they implement it. Let's see how they do it. Okay, uh, but but I'll give you this. Okay, so what RX said about uh, you know Mario Kart, um, you know, eight logs being uh, VR compatible. There is a Mario Kart game. Uh, I believe it is. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's here, but it is a VR Mario Kart. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure you know some of you have already seen it. Yeah. And when it comes to Mario Kart, it is actually a perfect game for VR because uh, once you set up the screen and you center it, uh, you know, to be pointing forward, uh, all you need is the wheel. The wheel it just goes this way, so it there's no tracking that needs to be you know needed for for the wheel. It's just going to be going you know one way. Uh, and the head, of course, you know, moving it around is going to be like the, uh, the, the, the Wii U game pad. So you can track, uh, and see all around you. So a game like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe could in fact become a VR experience by using the, you know, switch, uh, as a headset. Yes. It's not going to be 1080p 60 frames you know, per second because, uh, by having the VR headset is, is going to suffer when it comes to the frame rate, but you can get something like that. Um, or once they come up with the uh, the Switch Pro, or like Dante said, if they use like some sort of additional uh, supplemental device to use, you know, give it additional power, or maybe use a, a separate screen like the uh, like the PSVR, uh, that would be possible. But yes, um, uh, that would be one of the games that do, you don't necessarily need the lights for you know to for you know to track the movement from the Joy Cons. Uh, I just uh, I want to address uh, something really quick. Uh, you know, Cheese Dude Pickle, he said that. Uh, I'm hyped for Nintendo to jump into the VR scene. Well, whatever they do, it can't be worse than the Virtual Boy. Uh, yeah. Yes, I mean that. That's uh, is very true. But yeah. um, I actually want the Virtual Boy games to be brought over to the Nintendo Switch if they're, if they're going to be doing VR. Uh, there's, I mean, some of those games they're fun. They just, I mean, the system didn't sell at all. So they've been kind of like lost uh, in the. Uh, in the last you know, couple of decades, nobody's really playing it because nobody has uh, a Virtual Boy. But so hopefully they'll be making a comeback. Those games would be a breeze, making them run on the Switch and using them as VR because you don't need a really you know like like a you know, like 1080 uh, screen or or like a you know like high end you know 4K screen or anything like that. With the 720p, it'll be a breeze uh, running those games. Uh, the other thing uh, that Cheese Dude Pickles uh, mentioned. Uh, and this is yeah, also having to do with the uh, Joy-Cons and the, uh, the motions and vibrations. He said, uh, and this is towards you, RX. He said, RX, tell them about the Senran Kagura experience you had with the Joy-Cons and their advanced technology. So, so what was that experience like with Senran Kagura and the, and the Joy-Cons? Did it give you like a VR-ish type experience? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 pretty scary what those joy can could do, bro. <laughs> yep, they're pretty advanced for uh, those small joy cons. Yep. Okay, okay. So 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 we are clear that joy cons they're more than capable of being able to replicate certain things when it comes to VR. Yep. Yep. That game <laughs> changed the <a> man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Caliano is the smooth. I, I, I apologize. I, I have to start a little bit working here. So, Caliano, can you go on through and almost take over with the show? So, can you uh, and Rx take on the remaining news for the day, please? Well, uh, actually, this is going to be like a pseudo, uh, you know, like main topic, but we're going to make it a shorter one. Uh, this one has to do with, and yeah, uh, this one, we're actually going back to uh, Imran Khan, which is a senior editor of Game Informer. Uh, and he basically hinted at a dead game, a game that had been canceled, a game that was wiped uh, from the, uh, the face of the earth that they said that is no longer being made, that it's going to be revived by Nintendo. So to give you his exact quote, he stated, let me hint at something, I guess. Um, and this was, I believe, with uh, Kind of Funny Games uh, that he was you know, talking to him. Uh, this is a thing that I'm going to write up at some point as soon as I get some more sources on it. But there's a game that that's thought to be dead that Nintendo's reviving, and it's not one that people would expect. It was very much a title that was dead and buried, very officially canceled. And he said that uh, that he's heard enough about this game that I'm almost sure it exists. So if there's a canceled game out there that Nintendo is going to be reviving, what, what, what kind of game? Do you think this news is actually true? Can we actually expect another game uh, for Nintendo, which in this case, if Nintendo's reviving it, it would be a Nintendo exclusive. What game do you think it could be? Uh, and do you think this news is real or not? RX, Dantes, uh, give me your thoughts. It, it's not, it's, wait, hold on. I just have one question. Is it a Nintendo IP or no? It's just a, rank, a, uh, a random No, game. they... They, uh, it seems like it's not necessarily a Nintendo IP. It's probably going to be a, a, like a, either a third-party game or something like that. So think, think of it this way. Bayonetta 2 would have never been made if not for Nintendo uh, actually funding uh, the project. So something like that. Uh, think think along, along those lines. Okay, okay. Uh, go ahead, Dante. <laughs> No, I I'm telling you guys, continue the show. I'm already working, so please, oh. please do. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I see them. Okay. Sorry. This, this is my thought. This is my thought. No, no, it's, it's, it's fine. Um, I feel like they'll do something like that. I mean, they did it with Bayonetta. And I feel like, you know, people, they, it's, it, I, I, I've never heard of this. This is the first time I heard of it, so I can't, I can't say nothing. I can't comply. Okay, so well, I mean, I'll I'll give you my thoughts because uh, I, yeah. I did uh, go ahead and write the article for Mike Tendo sixty four, and I gave my thoughts about it. Um, okay, so now uh, Bayonetta two is one of the games that uh, Nintendo revived um, and made it possible uh, to be made. So, and now uh, we have Astro Chain, we've had Wonderful One One, we had those games coming from uh, Platinum Games. So Nintendo and Platinum Games they have a really good relationship going, and I believe that relationship might be. Uh, they be, might be taking it a step further because, uh, yes, you have Bayonetta 3, you have Astro Chain. Those those are coming. There's uh, there's news or, or actually rumors about a Wonderful 101 port or maybe a Wonderful 102 coming as well. But one game that uh, Platinum Games put a, a lot of time and effort into it and it actually ended up being canceled is Scalebound. Scalebound was supposed to be a Microsoft game. It was a Microsoft exclusive. It was funded uh, being funded by Microsoft. Uh, but they ended up canceling the game. Uh, but Nintendo and Microsoft, they're actually playing nice. Uh, Nintendo might, you know, there's a, 
this actually came out of the uh, the gaming developers uh you know uh, game developers conference that nintendo was uh, looking into incorporating xbox live into the system uh how they're gonna do it I'm, we're not sure but right now nintendo and microsoft they're playing nice and i believe that scalebound which was pretty far along in the uh, in the development uh before it got canned i believe that that game is a real possibility to be revived because of the relationship of Microsoft and Nintendo and Microsoft and I mean and Nintendo and Platinum games. So that's one that I would be looking forward to. And it does feature kind of the uh, like the co-op type uh, style, you know, fighting from Astro Shane. So I really wouldn't be surprised uh, for that game to be the one. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Karen, okay. the next one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, going over with the next one. Uh, Data miners have discovered that you know, Nintendo has removed all of the Super NES game strings from the Nintendo Switch Online. So, uh, you know, once uh, they had added the uh, the last uh, NES games, uh, the data miners they had discovered that there were some like uh, Super NES games uh, on the Switch Online, some game descriptions, some names in English, Japanese, uh, you know, a couple of different languages. But now with the recent update, they've actually removed all the content any names any information about a super nes game so the question becomes do you think that they're removing it because there are no super nes games uh coming over or that they're just taking it out for now so people don't really jump into you know conclusions or anything anything like that of what games might be coming uh and that they would be added later so uh give me your thoughts uh rx yeah they, they took it off because um they really want i feel like they really wanted to work at those emulator first of all second of all they do need if the, if they let's say they did take it off just because they you know just because of no reason they tend to need something to keep you know people subscribed to the service because i don't to this day that's the only complaint i have for nintendo they i don't touch the nes and i need more emulators man those that online is i'm sorry it's crappy and they they need to do they need to do better when it comes to online if, if, if they scrap that i don't know man i'm gonna be pissed to be honest i'm gonna be super pissed i but i, I feel like they they're just working on the emulator they are gonna put the 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 um super nintendo in the in the 64 i, I still believe that that's gonna happen that's my my opinion but yeah yeah and and i believe that uh, I mean, because Nintendo made it official that once they sell out of the NES Classic and the Super NES Classic, yeah. that they're not going to be making any more of those. So by them officially taking those out of the market, uh, they I believe they're getting ready. You know, they're taking it out because they're getting ready to put in, you know, they, they're going to be putting those games uh, on the Switch Online uh, and with the subscription so you can get them. So uh, moving over to the next one, uh, we have two more pieces of news. This one uh hollow knight sequel uh so it's going to be hollow knight silk song has been announced for the nintendo switch uh is going to be coming it was actually trending on twitter so it seems like a lot of people are excited about the game uh have you played uh hollow knight uh rx and if so are you excited about a sequel about the game and i touched it and then i stopped playing not because i hate it it was just i had a lot of games to finish Okay, so it's going to be one of those that you're going to be going back into and playing yeah, at yeah. some point. Yeah, okay. I am getting the new. I'm getting the new one, mind you. Just you know, just to just jump in as soon as I pass the Hollow Knight. But I'm, you know, I'm. I don't. I, 
I don't connect with that game yet. Like I don't, I haven't played it to to really like it or not like it. So. Okay, and um, the last piece of news is uh, about uh, respawn and Apex Legend, and that you know they would actually love to bring the uh, game over to uh, the Nintendo Switch, uh, and this actually is a big turnaround. Uh, because previously, uh, when the Nintendo Switch was announced, uh, they were asked about bringing Titanfall to to the Nintendo Switch, to which they responded that the system was so underpowered <laughs> that, in their quotes, I'm not going to say it completely, they said, F, no, no, you're not going to be able to fit Titanfall 2 on the Nintendo Switch. Um, so basically that... Uh, they, this has always been the case about Nintendo hardware, that they have their own niche, that they have been catering to the handheld market and the kids, so that's why they would not be able to fit Titanfall 2 on the Switch, but now they've actually come around and said that they would love to have Apex Legend on the Nintendo Switch, so are you surprised about the game maybe uh, coming in some form to the Switch? And what do you attribute to this big turnaround that they uh, did? I'm not surprised at all. It's, uh, it's all depend how well the system is selling. If the system is selling crappy like the Wii U, people are going to lie and be like, oh, this game cannot run on the Wii U. That's why we're not putting it. Oh, you want this game? Nah, I'm sorry. This game cannot run on the Wii U because this and that and this and that and this and that. The Switch came out at first. People were asked. EA was like, oh, nah, I don't know. We might put FIFA. All right, but not, nah, I don't know. The Switch sold, 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 sold. Now the third party developer is like, hmm, hey, let's put Doom in. Oh, wait, Wolfenstein, you won? Oh, oh, you won this? Oh, Apex? Oh, I got you. This, if a system is selling, you will see games. Look at the Wii. The Wii had a Call of Duty, and it, it run crappy. It was, it was disgusting, the graphics and everything. But because the system is selling, that's why they put Call of Duty. That's my opinion. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah. I said the same. I mean, of course, I welcome the game. It, it has like over 25 million uh, players on it already. Yeah. Uh, but I still feel like you know Tetris 99. That's the that's the uh, the hardcore <laughs> battle royale game. It is. And it is exclusive on the Switch. But Dantes, uh, we're actually done. This is it with news. We are finished. Okay, with that said, Caliones, let's move quickly to our favorite store, which is Chigurros Supermarket. Okay, and uh, basically the games that I have released for this week, so those of you that are looking you know, for something else to play, I'm going to be mentioning the names of the games that have come out uh, you know, since yeah, February 12 on. So those games are The Lara Princess and the Blind Prince, The King's Bird, Minesweeper Genius, Iron Cryptical, Final Fantasy IX, Tetris 99, uh, we had the demo of Daemon X Machina Prototype Mission, so you got four missions that you can play right now. Uh, we had the Toho Sky Arena, Matsuri Climax, Tokyo School Live, The Golf, Tales of the Orient, The Rising Sun, Strikey Sisters, Pet Care, Oli Oli Switch Stands, Nice Slides, Neko Power Volume 2, Modern Combat Blackout, Mind Ball Play, Love, Hexamaze, Guess the Word, Degrees of Separation, Cinders, Astrology Horoscopes, Premiums, Arcade Archives Frontline, Alvastia Chronicles, Alchemic Dungeons DX, Space Lift, Danger, uh, Panic, Dungeon Stars, 
DreamWorks, Dragon's Dawn of New Riders, and Car Mechanics Simulator. And, uh, I mean, if you were to ask me, I would tell you that, you know, one of the best, the, the most important games, which is number one right now, it is Final Fantasy IX, but I believe the most important game coming out this week, Tetris 99, everybody's playing it. It was, I believe, the number 11 most game, you know, most played game on Twitch. Everybody's going crazy with it. And for those of you that have Switch Online, it is free. So you have no excuse to get it. It is free, free, free. Go ahead and get it, guys. Yep. So we are done. We are finished with our podcast. RX, thank you for coming over. Do you want to say anything else wait, before wait, wait, wait. we before end Before you it? end it, there's a lot of comments and questions. Mike M, asked okay. a question. Can you get to the chat? Let's finish with questions, and then we can end the podcast. Okay, so, so this is going to be... Um, is crafted world demo. Uh, well, I mean, it's not, it's a demo, so it's not a game release. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to count that one. Uh, but yes, uh, the demo of Joshi's, uh, you know, crafted world, it is yeah. out. So you can go ahead and play the demo as well. Um, then of, of course, my pro saying that, uh, he is happy that we finally had the RX furry confirmation at last. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, everybody is excited about that. Mike M does have a question. He is asking, uh, I have a question. What about the new new switch that is coming this year? Is it the switch mini or is it the superior? Uh, then the switch we have now is it and is it really necessary uh, to have a switch mini? So uh, let me let me ask you that uh, RX. Do you believe the switch mini is going to be coming out this year, or do you think it may, might be the switch pro or just like a like a slight upgrade to the current switch, maybe like a better screen, better battery? So what are your thoughts? What are we going to see this year? Or is it going to be this year or next year? Give us your thoughts. I feel like the Switch... I, I feel like it's going to be a Switch Mini, not a Switch Pro. I would have wished it was a Switch Pro, but we're going with the Mini. Now, it's understandable why we're going with the Mini. We're going with the Mini because you can't buy this $300 system to like a five-year-old or to a seven... Or, or, or to like a four... Or whatever, to a young person. You can't be selling these type of systems. So they're going with a cheaper route. Make the Mini... as to, Make the Mini 200, right? And I think it's going to be this year. And I think I might be pushing it. It's going to be announced E3. That's it. Confirm. Can somebody clip this, please? Confirm. Yeah, and uh, we also have uh, Cheese Dude Pickles. Uh, he's, you know, I guess he was talking specifically about Hollow Knight and how you still haven't played it. He said that RX, you have to ban Fortnite and Smash out of your life or else you ain't touching your other games. So you need to <laughs> stop playing those games and get on rolling, you know, to play other games. So, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, uh, let me see. Yeah, I think this is pretty much it. Uh, see if anybody else added uh, anything else. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cheese Dude Pickle said that I found a Switch Mini, and it's called a Nintendo 3DS. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but, yeah, we are done. I think the, uh, we're done here. Mike M, Mike M. Next Saturday, it is on more Smash RX. Uh, hopefully, you're going to be pressing as well, uh, so we can so we can get it going. Mike M, right now, he has been owning you know pretty much everyone on there with his link. So if, for those of you Smash players out there, Mike M is going to be waiting for you next Saturday when we do the Force Innocent streams. But uh, RX, uh, since we're done, uh, give us your last last thoughts about it. About the the whole thing. Oh, and uh, Minecraft said, "Hey, RX, can we play some mini games uh, or games, please?" So, so he's asking you over there. But yes, uh, you know, tell us about anything that 
uh, you know, for the last week for Nintendo, for the Direct, or anything else that you want to convey and tell everybody here? Okay, for the games that were uh, released uh, this week that you mentioned, uh, please get Tetris 99. Um, you could be the next ninja. Who knows? And also, please get Final Fantasy. Um, was it not? Yeah, Final Fantasy 9. This game. I give it props to whoever made this game because that game is amazing. And thank you so much for uh, Kaleonis for, you know, pushing me to get this game because you were the one who was like, eh. And then Dante was like, get seven, get seven. I'm like, eh. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> and, seven um, is still better, though. Historically, uh-oh. seven is better. Whatever you say, buddy. Um, <laughs> Just put it this way. Uh, you have plenty of time to play and beat this one before seven comes out. Yeah. So still, you know, try try both of them. Out. They're uh, they're they're really good. Yeah. And uh, the time direct, I feel like is, I feel like Dante gave it a harsh score, but I give it you know a nine out of ten. <laughs> I think that was fair, honestly, <laughs> after my first impressions. Yeah, I mean, you did way better. I, I was expecting a, not, a a five or you know a six out of ten, but you like you said, surprised me with that score. Like I said, it was not a bad direct. It's just it was just not for me specifically. Yeah. But yeah, props for Nintendo that they have their fan base like so hype for the future. The console's looking good. I said, and you can ask Kaliana that this is the best Nintendo system since the Super NES, and that is big big words. When you're going into the historical of the NES and the Super NES, because those are the two best Nintendo consoles of all time, and me saying that the Switch is in that realm, to me, that's that's high praise for the Switch. So. Yeah. And last thing is, get Dragon Quest. I'm definitely going to get Dragon Quest on the Switch, just because is I feel all right, Dante. Don't kill me now. I feel like it's the best version. Than the the other version, I'm fine with that. I, right. I, I'm good All with right. that. The no, reason I play you know. it, the reason I play it on the PlayStation is because of achievements. It's as simple yeah. as that. And and I want to make it clear, guys. Uh, one of the reasons why you should be watching this podcast instead of the other ones is because Dantes has more platinum trophies than Colin Moriarty. Colin Moriarty only has 80 platinum trophies. Dantes has over 140, I believe. 148. So Soon, uh, 149, and then so 150 going to be Bloodborne. So that wow. makes them times and a half better than Colin. So, yeah, please, yeah, visit us over here. When we do a PlayStation podcast, you can say that someday if we do something like that. <laughs> okay. With that, I think we'll start ending the show. I appreciate everybody who stopped by and watched us at the Get In and Get Out Nintendo podcast episode 81 right here at the Force Unison Gaming Channel. Please remember to subscribe, like, and comment so you can make these three crazy MFs happy. Also remember, uh, you can get this podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes for free. Rate us over there so you can shift it uh, Also remember the description box below so you can see the full channel schedule. I will not be doing I have a work trip on the next three days, so I'll be out of town. I'll be back on Thursday. So tomorrow, I'm gone. So, Calionis, I'm gone. I'm out of town. So... Uh, also, uh, what, what's next? Oh, uh, Facebook page at Force Unison Gaming. And I'm not gonna say it's finally and finally because I want to. RX Gaming, thank you for joining us. Where can we watch your content? What is your channel name? Can you say it to the peeps? Well, my uh, thank you, Dante. My uh, YouTube 
people are saying it's dead. So I, cause I, I always stream on Twitch. So you can find me on Twitch at RX Gaming. And that's it. Okay, <laughs> RX Gaming on Twitch. Go and follow our boy RX Gaming over there. Uh, and finally, Enantes says finally, go to forcingunison.wordpress.com and give some clicks and love to my boy Talionis. With all that said, thank you again for joining us and long live Nintendo. See you guys. Good night. <laughs>